The audio that you are about to hear was recorded in March of 2020, just a mere days before we entered total lockdown. Please enjoy this Beyond the Grave episode from the archive. Let's just jump in. So this is super exciting for Roberto and I to have our first official guests Ugh. on Beyond the Grave, the Dearly Departed spin-off mini-sode series. Everyone, on today's show, we have the one and only Maria Paula and Cornelia. I have to disclose a fear of mine with doing this. What? I just, you know, you listen to those podcasts where they're all just one face, one voice. Do you think we all sound the same? I mean, no, but who knows? Maybe in in the recorded realm we should do. We, should we all say our name into the microphone? Well, I feel like we have two new guests, you know. Um, you guys should introduce yourselves as you would on a dating profile app, I feel like. Okay. Should we you assign know. accents? or? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, for this specific challenge, use your, your true accent. I'm okay. sure we can find an opportunity later to do accents and to do voices. So okay. tell us, so who wants Maria to Paula, who are you? Oh. Um, I am Maria Paula, um, but as I say on my website, call me Paula. Um, I am from El Paso, Texas, home of dirt and... Um, the border to Mexico. Heard of it. Um, I'm a, just a fun-loving gal looking for love in this diseased age. Yeah. I like it. I like that was it. good. I like it because I feel like I, I got the basics, but it wasn't really flirty. Right. I'm just like, I'm not asking you to ask questions. <laughs> You're like, but, look, this is who I am. This is where I'm from. That's all you mm-hmm. really need to know. Mm-hmm. It's so more of a social experiment than anything else. You're saying that you are guarded. You're protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't want. If I was interested in women, I would swipe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do at some point is we should go through the Bumble suggested questions on Bumble. Have you ever looked at those? Oh, they're so stupid. Wait, we should do Hinge. The Hinge questions. The Hinge too. questions. Is it Hinge, Hinge that does questions? I thought it was Bumble. I think it's Hinge. Well, I think they both do. Maybe I don't know. I've never been on Bumble. I mean, why not? This is the time of introduction, Cornelia. Cornelia, it's time for you to do your introduction. Oh, mine. Well, my name's Cornelia. Um, I'm bicoastal, uh, bisexual, and I guess just here for the turmoil. <laughs> That was perfect. It was succinct. Uh-huh. <laughs> NPR, I'm fully available. Yeah. That's the Cornelia logline, I think. That's truly, it sums it all up. I Here for the update, turmoil. I have to update my Bumble app. That is what Here, I will I'll pull up in. Should we all just update our Bumble <laughs> Right now. Well, I feel like this is a hard time to be online dating. It is. Like, but, or is it the time to be online? <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's not a good time for the IRL meetup. Sure. Fire up your webcams. It's time to get them out. I wanted yeah. to ask you guys, actually, because I was, um, ooh, oh, sorry, my bumble. Hello. I was, 
Uh, oh, we matched. I wanted to. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. I wanted to ask you guys because you know I thought maybe I should prepare some questions for this guest episode, um, and then I didn't do that. Um, but something I was thinking about because you know we are in the in the digital age, and now we're all quarantined. Is have you been on TikTok? Have you been watching TikToks? Do you have a relationship with TikTok? I would love to jump in and say that I have a really good relationship with TikTok. (laughs) It maybe is the healthiest relationship in my life. It has significantly improved my quality of life. Um, I would say that I, part of the reason I wake up in the morning is to watch TikToks. So do you have an account? I do. It's at vestwearer. <laughs> I didn't know you had an account. Do you make TikToks? I don't. Well, I made I made one. I actually okay. So I made one that was like a Bernie Sanders like like campaign vid, and then um, but it was to the song "Riot" by um, I think it's like anime. No, I don't know. It's by it's a rap song, but it wasn't on TikTok. I had to download That's a separate rare. app. And yes. what what is the content? You know, is it dogs? It's not is public. it dancing? It's is not it public? Your video? No. Well, so I'm getting to it. So. It got like um, like 300 views or something like that, and I was pretty psyched about it. And then TikTok took down the audio, mm-hmm. which was a huge part of the vid. I still have it on my phone. I'll show it to you later. But so I took it down. So ultimately now I have no TikToks. Mm. Well, I, I do, and I would love it if you could contribute to my feed. Because um, oh you absolutely. know what I was thinking is you do kind of look like OK Boomer Girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> Has anybody said that? Did we have a conversation about how you kind of look like her? No, but someone in my office kind of said that to me, and I didn't know who she was, and then I looked her up, and ultimately... She's super hot, and people are obsessed with her. I mean, I like... I would like, say the same about you, Paula. I think I think any girl, any brunette girl with this length of hair kind of has the same face. Cornelia can probably attest. I could also be that no. person. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're selling yourself short. I think you guys look alike. Thank you. I did put on under eye cream today, and I think it, it significantly boosted. My curology came in the mail. Oh! Yeah. So I'm really hoping that I have clear skin Isn't by the it? end of quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like that's I huge. re-emerge. The world yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, Out of your skin. cocoon. Yeah. Uh-huh. You should dye your hair, too. Maybe shave it. <laughs> Excuse me? You have the red hair dye. I, I would think, love to see you with... A, I have a beautiful head of hair, so take that back. You do have a beautiful head of hair. Two, the red hair dye is for Cornelia. We're doing her Ooh. hair red. Yeah. I did a, a red hair once. A smooch of red. I haven't done red hair since early high school. I, I bet it looks phenomenal. It was funny. I used the wrong kind of dye, so it just kind of made my hair darker, and then it lightened. So for three days, I had like poison ivy hair, and then it went away. That's but this so was hot. like 2010, where like Tumblr red was the way to go. I think because I bought this red hair dye to dye blonde hair red. So I think on your hair, it's not going to come out like fiery. I think we should just fucking slap it on there and just fucking see what happens. I think it's going to look cute. I think it's just going to look auburn. Like, it's just going to give a red undertone to your brown hair. I'd be into that. Yeah. And I have so... So, for context, I bought red hair dye, enough to dye my hair, and clip-in extensions. So, I had to get an extra tube. So, I got tons of hair dye, specifically because I wanted to be the red-headed girl from Midsummer for Halloween. Yeah. Then... And instead, you went as Buffy? I, I went as nothing because I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking do a costume. Um, I realized that I didn't want to dye my hair red for a Halloween costume. However, when the hair dye came, my neighbor didn't read the name on the package for whatever reason, took it, opened it, realized it wasn't from her for her, and then put it in her car for three months. So I never got the hair dye. So I then reported to Madison Reed, 
oh, does not sponsor this podcast, but I would love that. <laughs> I had to report to them that my hair dye did not come in the mail. Great customer service. They sent me a new box of hair dye. They sent me all new hair dye, which of course was the full set plus the extra tube for my hair extensions. Huge. Which I then did not end up using. Then three months later, my neighbor showed up at the door when I wasn't home and was like, oh, by the way, Roberta opened the door and was like, hey, by the way, um, I stole this package thinking it was for me, <laughs> opened it and then left it in my hot car for three months. Would you like it back? Look, she's she's a busy woman. She's a businesswoman. I do believe she is managing Blake from Bachelor in Paradise and the Bachelor Since franchise. He has been in our driveway twice at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. The first time we saw him, I w- we were like coming home from the grocery store, and I literally was like, I just rolled my eyes because I just was like, I can't fucking like live in LA. It was like day two. <laughs> I was like, I can't be here. I can't be running into Bachelor contestants. Like, it's just gonna, it's gonna make me. Did I tell you pop. I saw Anna Sophia Rob walking down my street? Did I tell you I saw Anna Sophia Robb at the Pasadena flea market? <laughs> what the fuck is this bitch doing? <laughs> so, moving on, now that oh. I know that you're on TikTok, mm-hmm. I wanted to know if you can do the voice. What voice? The voice. Cursive? Can you talk in cursive? Can oh, you- Indeed Girl. <laughs> that one? <laughs> no. Welcome to my kitchen. That one. Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. The Halsey voice. Like, oh. you're an Indie Girl. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Not really. Life, 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 I don't care. Um, yeah, no, I don't really know what you're talking about, but I think <laughs> I could just wing it. I, I, I really <laughs> So do. can you do it? Okay, well, what do you want me to say? Just anything? Sing Rhinestone Cowboy. Um. My favorite song. I don't, I don't know that, but I can sing Space Cowboy. Mm. <laughs> also um, a great song, but doesn't give me the same thrill. Welcome to my house. <laughs> I'm really glad you made it. Let me know if it's too cold. I can turn down the AC. Was that good? <laughs> no, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. It's leaning a little too vocal fry, Brittany. Oh, well, but oh, she's oh. doing her own spin. Right. Because I can tell what words you're saying. <laughs> you just need to add more breath. More yeah, breath. Yeah, more breath. Give, more give breath. us one more go. Breath, breath. Has, breath has always been my problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> breathing. <laughs> um, one more go with more breath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Same song. Same song. Okay. But was that an actual song? No. <laughs> I mean, it could be. <laughs> Any producers listening have a bail. Breath, breath, breath. Wait, I need to... Okay, I Oh, need she's to, nervous. Okay, I'm sorry. And now I am nervous. <laughs> I am nervous. Maybe I should go outside. <laughs> Can I take the mic into the bathroom with me? <laughs> okay, um... Welcome to my house. We have avocados... Okay, that's right. That's all I have. Whatever it was, I loved it. Thank you. I mean, can you you do it? Oh, I want this. (laughs) (laughs) Is it it a ghost in the attic? (laughs) Ooh, it's a sexy grandma. Um, (laughs) It's kind of just a a doll painting. I I was going to say, it always comes back to like a cracked porcelain doll. (laughs) Can you you finish that narrative for us, though? Yeah. That you just started. I would love to hear it. I've been in the attic <laughs> talking to the spiders. They've told me all their secrets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can I ask, wait, fan question, how many spiders? 
heaven. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Cornelia, when you inevitably come back, I want a sequel. Oh, absolutely. From the dead? <laughs> <laughs> from, from the attic. When Cornelia comes back from the attic. Cornelia was already handpicked to be a ghost. I'm sure it was. It's my death. By God herself. By God herself. This one will never die. <laughs> Guys, do you want to do some bubble questions? Yes, yes. Oh God, I would love They're to. so insipid. I can't I cannot <laughs> think of the worst questions. Give it to us. Um we'll do like one like I'll do one for Cornelia, then one for Paula. Unless you desperately want to answer the question. Okay. You know what I mean? That's it's fair. like we want to just like get rapid fire. Um, um, I want to be a part of this. Okay, fine. I'll ask you too, Cornelia. Who's your dream dinner guest? Oh, easy, Dorothy Parker. Dorothy Parker. Can you give us like one reason why? Um, she's a wonderful, sad, drunk, and I feel like we would just kind of. At least I would try to quit back, and she would just outquit me. Just it would um, be a quip concept. It would contest. be a quip concept. It would be a quip lash. Yeah, I just think you would ascend to like Priscilla status. I, Priscilla is an offshoot of Dorothy Parker, but it, I like I've loved her for a very long time. For anyone who doesn't know, she was uh, a writer in the '40s who she coined terms such as "What fresh hell is this?" and "I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy." That kind of thing. <laughs> one more time um, with that one. Oh, I'd I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy, darling. <laughs> now, as ghost girl, I'd rather have a bottle. <laughs> this is just New York. <laughs> um, but the shining moment of 2018 in my life was my very dear friend Jerry, um, who I was a coworker. He's a 70 year old gay man, told, telling me, Cornelia, you could be the next Dorothy Parker. I just know it. And I never <laughs> told him he, she was my favorite writer. He, he just knew. So, um, That's huge. she would be your, anyway, I, I would, we'd make chicken piccata or something together. It'd be right. wonderful. <laughs> mm. Wait, do I answer it too now? Or you're going to ask me? A different I'm going to ask you a different one. Okay. Um, Who's the person or thing that holds you most accountable? <laughs> I like the idea that a thing can hold you accountable. Yeah, well, I mean, like, my vibrator. <laughs> what does your vibrator hold you accountable for? Well, so... For your self-care. Well, so it broke recently. Yeah. And it made me, like, now... And I keep having, like, moments where I want to use it and I can't. Do you just take it and move it rapidly with your hand? I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. I really have. Yeah. Um, but so you need batteries. The same. But I think it has, um, you know, prompted a lot of moments of self-reflection in those times mm. when I have reached for it and been unable to use it. So. And on that note, everyone, please remember, in these dark times, wash your hands before and after. <laughs> Masturbating. <laughs> Masturbating. During quarantine. Um, so what you're saying is you're held accountable because sometimes you'll go, you know, you'll go to masturbate and it's like, then you can't because yeah. your vibrator is out of battery and then it's like... It, it prompts an existential question. Right, it's like, yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. It's like, okay, well, now I, I'm forced to have thoughts, and then I do. So Whoa. I know. You know do you, you recall? Just use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> See, so people have said this to me, and to all of you, I want to say, fuck off. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what thumb wars you've been having when you've been exercising your hands as much. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. The working class is tired. <laughs> okay, get Paula batteries. Please. <laughs> Roberto, I'm um, nervous now. What <laughs> oh, if I don't have a good answer? You will, you will. If you could donate a million dollars, who would you or what would you donate those million dollars to? I can only pick one thing, or can I give percentages? <gasps> well, uh, I guess you can split it up, but don't get crazy. Okay. Um, 
1% to all of my close friends. 1% of a million dollars? Yes. Like we each get 1%? <laughs> no. We share. Okay, so 1% to me. Um, if Cornelia or Paula wants to... If we wanted... <laughs> If, they wanted, if we wanted like five thousand dollars, um, is that one yeah. percent of a million? Because ten thousand. So I take it. I take it. I'm just if we had to split one percent between the three of us. That's kind of okay. I'm okay. Four percent to be split amongst my family, both immediate and those in Colombia. Mm-hmm. We're at five, right? Yeah. Yeah. One percent for me. Only 1% for you? I'm a good person. <laughs> um, and then 4%. Uh, you're, you're splitting it up by like way too small of percentages. I can't, <laughs> we can't be going through a hundred different things that you're donating to. Well, I just said 4%. That's the end of my 10%. Okay. This is my last thing. Okay, what's your last thing? Um, the environment. Just generally. Just to the environment. Just to the 95% environment. 95% of the You donate like a million trees or something. We want yes. that bullet train. Or you just bury Well, actually, for a while, I really wa- um, was intrigued by the idea of becoming so rich that I could just buy a portion of land in the middle of like a super urban city. And then just plant a bunch of trees. Yeah, like tear down buildings <gasps> to plant trees. I guess I would be, you know, costing people their jobs, but... Then you could just give them a new job planting trees. Yeah. Um, wait, and then what would you do? Sorry, now. what would you do with the other ninety percent? Bail out, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> um, this is embarrassing. Add a zero to at the end of all those percentages, so it would have been ten, ten, twenty, twenty. I was going up to ten. Oh, you were trying to get to a hundred <laughs> by going. By doing 4% here. And th- <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to 10. Yeah. So it was 40%. So it was 40% and 10, 10% and 20%. Wow. Okay. We've all yes. learned so much. <laughs> so that's it. So that's the end, yes. Okay. So what you're but saying also is... I do like so a what universe where I so what you're 90% saying, so the, <laughs> to Britney's fear. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you'd actually be giving me 10%. Uh, I, my friends... Me. <laughs> um, I'm going to answer that question for you. If I had a million dollars, I would keep it. <laughs> Just kidding. I would donate it to um, Bernie Sanders' campaign. <laughs> he doesn't want Even it. Even though you can't. No, because I, I would have one million dollars. I wouldn't be a billionaire. Oh, he doesn't fair. want money from corpse and billionaires. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, if I had only one million, if that was all I had in Would the you world, ask him for a real cup in return? <laughs> I bought a Bernie Sanders Medicare for All mug and it's like plastic it's like not microwave safe it's called a hustle and I have to support Bernie that's why I and this is a confession um, on air I <laughs> Etsy'd all of my Bernie Sanders oh! instead of buying it directly from the campaign but on the Etsy pages it said that they were donating all profits to the Bernie Sanders campaign but it was just like better stuff. all profits well yeah. look but supporting independent artists is exactly. not a bad thing Bernie Sanders would thinking. want you to support small business thank you I think he's totally okay with you buying things from Etsy I have I in 2016 I had an, an Etsy a piece of Bernie Sanders Etsy merch but this year I just bought directly from him mm. Cornelia I imagine you 
you have the essence of an Etsy owner, like of an Etsy owner. Ooh, you know, owner. like you would own like a, I shop have a shop. On but what Etsy. would she sell? I mean, I feel like you would sell old VHS tapes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, those are for me to hoard in my own home. <laughs> That's tricky. I've never really thought about it. Haunted um, dolls. Haunted dolls. I used to blow glass as a child. Oh my God, that's so right. I, so I have in the past sold my glass pieces. You're an incredibly with, no, talented Cornelia's glass downplaying this so hard. She's really good at glass blowing. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I don't even really know you what could that probably, is. You could, I mean, well, maybe not right now. she could also sew. You used to teach sewing in high school. I, yeah. So that you, came up on the first episode of your podcast I was on that I taught sewing. In 2016? Yeah. No way. Because the thing is, Cornelia's lived a million lives. I really have. <laughs> that's why my skin is so bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that's why this is a podcast you cannot see. Um, I, I know is I this a question? <laughs> Are you just, you're just gassing me up? <laughs> I mean, I would love to always be gassing you up. Oh, God bless you. Anyone with a widow's peak. I have a widow's peak. You do. I am a widow. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have a little bit of like a widow's peak situation. Oh what? Oh wow! Yeah, you've got like a halfsy. I've yeah. never seen that before because it only grows from one side. It's why it's hard for me to center part my hair. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, because I have a widow's peak on this side, but then this side, my hair doesn't like go for the full peak. It's what I'm saying is it's fucking hard out here. It's no, hard to I be love perfect. That. It's hard. To, I mean, I suppose I could I could attempt to part my hair directly where that. Where the center, yeah. It's hard. It is hard. I don't even know that you could do that. But I do love that. I would honestly, once I... um, Asymmetry, baby. I also have a crooked nose. You can see my nose goes to one side. Have you ever broken it? No. No. It's just... I'm just pointing out my flaws so that you guys can all understand that all of us have them. All of us have flaws, (laughs) you know. Impeccable um, Are you guys ready for another question? I would love that. Oh, this is for Cornelia, right? We're back to Cornelia. Yes. Mm -hmm. When do you feel most empowered? Oh, jeez. When you're blowing glass? <laughs> I haven't... Buying a VHS tape? Yeah, a VHS tape feels good. Um, I haven't blown glass since I was maybe 17 or 18. Um, but that was empowering. I guess I feel the most empowered when I'm, like, just rambling on about a story that maybe... Just something funny that happened to me in my life, and I'm telling a friend about it, and they're just, like, so absorbed in it. I'm like, this is just nonsense, but I'm glad that you find some sort of amusement in it. <laughs> I relate so much to that. make you empowered all the time. It's true. We love why, listening to your stories. That's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you keep us around? Yeah. Love that. <laughs> friends are ultimately you? just listeners. Yeah, I have wonderful listening friends, and um, I... Because I think I have very silly thoughts throughout the day, and I'm just it makes me happy when people agree. I just oh. want to be agreed with. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is what empowers you most is when people empower you by agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, I just I want to be felt. I just want to be cherished. You want to be felt? I would agree with that, I would agree with that 110%. I would also like to be felt. Uh, I absolutely cherish you. I so. cherish you. I... You're welcome. <laughs> what was that? I said you're welcome. For introducing you. Are we going to fight? <laughs> well, well I fight on air. all the time because Cornelia, do you know this, Paula? You must know this. Do you know how I know Cornelia? Not really. Maybe. Cornelia was one of my sweet mates my freshman year of college. Oh, she wow. She was a sophomore and I lived in a suite. 
Wait, what building? With um, P. Rowe. In P. Rowe. Yeah, on 807, right? 805. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because then I lived in 1307 the following year. But I was a freshman, and and she and all of our other roommates were sophomores. And that was how it began. And the first thing I noticed when I... Because nobody was in there when I moved in. But the first thing I noticed were all the VHS tapes. (laughs) Um, And then a year or so later... I was script souping on a BFA for our French Tory based on a BFA film, right? Based on a play co-written by Cornelia. Mm. And it was during production of that movie that I met Roberto, who the same day we met had just moved in with Cornelia and I's good friend Phil and was sleeping on the top or the bottom bunk. I got my own room. You had your own room at that time? Yeah, for the summer I had to share a bunk with him so that Aaron Jean Hussey, <gasps> it all comes full circle. But oh, except not really because I don't film. come in until four years later. And then I met him that day. And then we also met our friend, our dear friend Jesse, that same on that same project because she was the assistant director. Wow. Yeah. Flash forward three years. And like years. now look at us. I know. I, mean, I walked into your dorm. I know. <laughs> I thought and everything you, changed. <laughs> I thought you were ultimately <laughs> lying about liking me. <laughs> yeah, we just quarantined together. Oh, Do I have really a dishonest face? I know. Truly, we are the epitome of friends from college. Cornelia, this is so leading into my next question. If you had an extra hour in the day, what would you do with it? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> really there are already so enough hours. Oh, oh, so many. Just keep track of. <laughs> I think I would just perfect my transatlantic accent. I would set out. I would set. An, oh, darling! I would set an hour of each day. Just, just talk like this. Are you sure you wouldn't go to Santa Barbara, darling? Oh, I would in my. I'd vacation in my brain, you know. Like, <laughs> you'd use that hour to vacation in your brain. I would just. Astral project to Santa Barbara Antique. on the back of my eyelids, and I go antiquing <laughs> with my dear friend Irving. Do you know Irving? Oh, uh, wonderful man! <laughs> he so loves inspiring. the he loves the Tiffany glass shades. <laughs> the best. Uh, that is so inspiring. What's this podcast about? <laughs> um, it's about this. Okay, I can't do any more of these questions. They're so stupid. Uh, unless Can Paula... I ask you a question? Yeah, I mean, okay, do you want to um, do one of these? Or well, I was just on? curious, uh, on the Bumble, what's your craziest Bumble story? Or Ooh, online dating, like a like a dating... Have you been on a date with a Bumble, a Bumble person? I've only been on one Bumble date, and they were an IT person, uh, or a computer engineer, um, and... Uh, it was in Venice, and what made you? What made you approach? What made? What? How did you end up meeting in person? What was oh, the, they what were just the a, they were just attractive. They were oh, just good gotcha. looking. Yeah, we're shallow here. Yeah, yeah. and oh, they no, were no, like, no, that's reason. That's perfect reason. Yeah. Wait, where no. was that in Italy? <laughs> <laughs> in Venice Beach, California. <laughs> um, we ended up like. I met outside the restaurant and then I was like, I'm always like stressed before a date, obviously. And and I was like really early. So I was like walking around to like find a a, um, store so I could get cigarettes Mm -hmm. and I passed them on the sidewalk and I was like, oh, hi, it's me. I was looking for cigarettes. 
And they were like, oh, I don't smoke. And I was like, oh, oh, God. Um, not disgusting. Um, and then they went with me to the store and we got cigarettes. And then I was like, but I found the restaurant that we're meeting at. And I walked them back to the restaurant and it, and we sat down, we went in and it was not the right restaurant and they didn't say anything until like we were ordering. And I was like, by the way, this, I'm looking at the menu and this isn't the correct restaurant. And they were like, oh, I knew the whole time. I just like was never going to say anything. (laughs) Oh, well, I said the moment I noticed that we were in the wrong place, but then we ate. I don't know. That's kind of cute. That is cute. We just had like guacamole and then cocktails and then we went to another bar. Um, Yeah. And then I went home with them, but I didn't have sex. And then I never tell them again. I didn't call them. That was the first date. That was my bubble date. Um, Yeah, it was really fun. Um, They did ask for a second date, but I was like, no. (laughs) Wait, and it was this era of Abby, meaning like the past year? It was literally like two weeks after I moved to LA. Oh, wow. I was like really trying to hit the ground running. It was like less than a month after we moved here. Yeah. Um, And then I didn't, I haven't gone on an app date since. That's only the second app date I've ever been on. Mm -hmm. I've only been on two app dates. One was in 2016. And it was a Tinder date at a coffee shop, and he ordered hot chocolate. And you left. <laughs> and I and was wearing a hoodie. But he went to MIT, so I was like, ooh, spark. Quirk, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he just, like, I was, like, not in, in a dating headspace at the time, and it was during the election. <laughs> and I think I talked about Bernie Sanders, like, the whole time. Yeah. And then he was clearly not super engaged, but, like, was trying to to like appear engaged, you know, Mm -hmm. um, he did come to my area of town, which was nice because during my bumble date this past summer, I fucking Ubered all the way from the Valley to Venice because my date lived in Venice and they don't like to drive in LA. So they just were like bicycling. Mm. Um, so yeah, those are the only two app dates I've ever been on. I don't know. I've only been on like three. I don't know if I'll ever do it again, to be honest. I feel like I can meet people in person and I prefer it. I prefer it too. I'm also bad at like messaging. I feel like messaging for me I'm always bad, derails. Yeah. I don't. I don't like it, and I don't like because I. I don't like texting back immediately because then they text back, and then you have to keep a conversation going, and it's like too much conversation. Yeah. But then I also don't like making them wait too long between texts because then I feel bad, like I'm playing hard to get. But really, it's right. just because I don't have anything to say. Right. It's also like if someone like texts you wyd and then you like respond what you're doing, and then they respond what you're doing. It's like I don't care. It's I like are we you. quarantined? Like no. Right now, right now feels like the only appropriate <laughs> time for that conversation to be happening. The okay? last like guy that I dated I felt like whenever he texted me the conversation ended with making a date like it ended up with us yeah plans. it's got so for me like texting has to end with something productive there's like very few people that like, I actually when will respond I, like if, trivially if yeah. you're at the beginning of dating it's different if you're like in a relation but like I wouldn't know anything about that yeah but as far as casually dating it's like don't text me unless you're trying to see me mm-hmm. you know or if you have something really interesting to say like something that you think that I would be interested in Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's been like a week since we've talked and you just want to check in. Yeah. Right? Or just like, like question, 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 question. My experience with um, like dating, texting while dating, like being deep into a relationship texting is just like nonsense. It's either like nonsense. It's either like nonsense because you're at the start of a relationship and it's just like exchanging back and forth, like whatever things, like what are you doing, making coffee, whatever. Or when you're deep into a relationship, you're texting and you're just texting like, 
like I send Brendan just like pictures of anything I saw on Twitter with no context and that kind of thing. We yeah, just exchange it's those like back and forth. the difference between like getting to know someone and like actually being like best friends with someone. Yeah, but my point is texting is never it's never productive. It never leads to anything unless it leads to hanging out. But otherwise it's been like so long guys it's been i know so long. since you've texted <laughs> you know since I've like you know wanted to get to know somebody you know but in that stage you know the talking stage the talking stage is a phenomenal stage to be at though yeah. i will say that i haven't been it's at like from stage in a while it's hard i think i'm interested in getting to know more people but i don't want to talk about myself I don't have that problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't either. And I also, like, don't believe that you have that problem. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. <laughs> Fully not true. Look, that's what I felt in this moment while I was gazing off into Cornelia's plant. That's what came to mind. I mean, it's I true in this moment. I understand on, like, a first date, like, I will ask a lot of questions as opposed to talking about myself. Well, that's also more just... just being uncomfortable and also being a good date. Yeah, I feel like also going on a date with a man is, is really if exhausting a, in that way. If you're a woman dating yes. a man. Yeah you can expect to be asking lots of questions and to have him ask very few questions in return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but then you just fall into that being comfortable. So then when a guy does take interest in you and want to ask questions, I'm always, like, kind of caught off guard because I'm not used to guys, like, taking a genuine interest in me as a person. That's shocking to me. You're, like, a very interesting person. Well, I'm, I'm used to women taking an interest in me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that but my it's friends like, yeah, take interest like, in me. What are men interested in? Like, do I need to learn? I actually, in, like, high school, would do this psycho thing where, like, my crushes, I would, like, um, look, obviously, like, look into what they liked doing, the, their hobbies. Like, junior year, I looked really deep into skateboarding. Yeah. And I learned so much about skateboarding and then would, like, talk about it with people. And it, like, I never had a conversation with this guy. Like, why Why did I do that? But you would talk about it with other people? Yes! Like, <laughs> as it, like... Like, he would overhear you being like, I'm really into skateboarding. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, it'll get back to him that I'm the only other girl on campus. <laughs> I, I 100% understand. I, I had a really, in high school, I had this really psychotic crush. And I, well, first of all, I would go on his Tumblr that didn't have his name on it. I don't know how I found it. I think through a friend or something. But I would go on it literally every day. And there was a girl, or it might have been a guy, who would send him anonymous questions on Tumblr all the time that were like, why don't you notice me? I'm in love with you. Mm. And all this kinds of stuff. And it was exactly how I felt. But I wasn't the one sending the anonymous questions. (laughs) And to this day, I have no idea who it was. And she and I, or he and I, really could have fucking bonded over our mutual crush on this guy because we both had the same, like, really obsessive thoughts. Yeah. I was in love with it. Tumblr crushes are, are, are really dangerous. I was in love with this guy... Also junior year, the skateboarding guy, but ultimately he wasn't that into skateboarding, but was really into <laughs> But was really You just into, saw him with a skateboard once. I saw him with a skateboard once. He had like, first of all, really tiny hands. That's not relevant, but I just feel like I needed to bring it up. He had like really small hands. His, um, oh my God, his Tumblr URL, I don't know if I just, whatever. Um, his Tumblr URL was, um, a wreck inside my head. And he, um, he was like really into Tumblr poetry. Yeah. And so I followed him under like a different account that he didn't know was me. And then he followed me back. And then I started posting a bunch of Tumblr poems and he liked like three of them, which I was like, okay. <laughs> Were so you writing the poems? 
What are they what? Did either of you write poetry or was just sharing like other people? No, it was like my poems that I wrote. Oh. But they were No, I mean they were really bad. But it never went anywhere. It wasn't destiny. It was well, so he had a girlfriend at the time, um, who was um like really annoying she was she the best i can describe her is like rachel from glee that was like very much her vibe it was like that girl that wore like 50s dresses to to school and like like a square toe heel yeah um and yeah she just like i mean was ultimately brilliant like i look back on it it's like girls in stem but like right now it's just or like right then it was just like annoying like she was just like dating the guy i was in love with first of all also seemed completely wrong for him also was Ultimately annoying, but um. <laughs> but I did um start smoking weed with his friend group eventually. That at the end of the day, that is the way. Yeah. Well, but I wasn't. Re- I found out later I <laughs> was not smoking weed at all. I was just like blunt because I wasn't inhaling. <laughs> so I was just, <laughs> you're just kind of putting your mouth on a piece. Yeah, yeah, I was just like I don't understand what the big deal is. Like we're when you look just back at your high school days, do you see it? through the lens of, like, euphoria cinematography? Um, no. (laughs) I see it in the... I see, like, proactive commercials. (laughs) I see, like, E! News. That was a huge part of my life. I see, um... I had this, like, one ugly green sweater that I wore all the time. Those are the three things I I currently have an ugly green sweater that doesn't fit me. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it looks good. bring it up. (laughs) Green sweaters are tough. Except for the one that Abby's wearing. Is that green? It's like a teal. Well, I think it's blue. This actually, um, this was a sweater. Uh, you didn't ask, but um, <laughs> this was a sweater that my one of my good friends in high school gave me when she went away to college because she was two years older than me. Oh. And she just like gave me some of her sweaters to like hold on to because she couldn't take all of her sweaters to college, but she wanted it to like get back to her eventually. Mm-hmm. And that was... Um, I guess seven or eight years ago. Uh, my I still good, have it. My good That's friend huge. Monica Joyce, who is also two years older than me in high school, had this beautiful sweater that she let me borrow when we were hanging out one day because it was cold outside. Um, I don't think I asked. I think I just wore it home and have never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> Much like I tried to do with your sweater. Yeah. I also- you fought back. I did fight back. I demanded it back. But ultimately, now every time I wear... Um, you're talking about the sweatshirt, right? Yeah, the sweatshirt. The, like, purple one, yeah. Now every time I wear it, I do think of you. Oh, Yeah, your presence lingers. I love that power. So, at the end of the day, Dearly Departed is a show about media and television. Should we talk um, about media and television? And you're always trying to bring it back to the theme. Sorry, I keep looking at my phone. My parents are telling me to get groceries because of the apocalypse. Right, right, right. Um... My mom called me earlier today. Sorry. <laughs> she no called tells. me earlier today and I answered and was like, everything's fine. It's fine. And she was like, what? No, I was just calling because I wanted your Facebook login. <laughs> Why does she want to go on your Facebook? Because she wants to stalk someone who blocked her, which ultimately <laughs> says, Your mom? <laughs> who blocked her? Don't say. say I don't it. think I can say. Well, no, whatever. Who cares? It's like, <laughs> it's like one of my dad's friends who I think she thinks is like flirting with him. And so... <laughs> I love that. She is. I thought you were going to say it was the girl who maybe. um, No. So that was my Instagram. So, I mean, famously, like two weeks ago, my mom asked for my Instagram login info so that she could stalk a girl that goes to her gym because her and her friend group 
<laughs> think that she's sleeping with one of their husbands. Why couldn't your mom stalk her on her own Instagram? Because the girl was private. And she is an, she's oh, a she local... Oh, she wants to follow her with your account. Yeah, well, I already follow her because she's a girl that went to my high school. She's a local El Paso model. Shout out. <laughs> a girl that went to high school with you. Yes. Your mom is now worried is sleeping with one of her friend's husbands. Yes. This is better than TV. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I didn't watch TV for so long. I just had it. You had it. So, Arms length. What were you saying, Roberta? You wanted to bring this home. You wanted to talk about entertainment. Oh, just what are your favorite shows that only lasted one season? Mm. Oh. I mean, I have one that lasted two seasons. That's fine. You can share. Um, I mean, Twin Peaks, but I think that was meant to be two seasons. And then Pushing Daisies is one that stands out. It's like, oh, there could have been so much more. That makes sense. Both of them through cellophane. Both of them shows about murder and pie. Yeah, Mm, huge. (laughs) Huge, I know what I like. Were you ever the log lady for Halloween? Of course I was. Yeah, multiple times. I love that you had to ask that. You know my dress. Do you not know Cornelia? But I just, like, at all. I like immediately got the visual in my head, and I, just I was to I was the log lady my freshman year of college, and this was before the re- the revival on oh. Showtime. So I haven't even seen the revival. Oh. Um, yeah, didn't they didn't finish season two. Neither did I. I, I didn't mean... finish season two either. I watched the episode where they find out who kills Laura. For the longest time, I just had no idea, and I didn't even care. Yeah, that's it, not at the end of the day. It's not what it's about. But yeah. I, I, <laughs> I walked I into college as the girl that likes Twin Peaks, and at the time, that was still kind of, like, unique. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, she reads. But it's funny, it, when Catherine Coulson passed away, the actress who plays her, like, people would find me, not find me, but bump into me on campus and be like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I didn't, thank you, I didn't know her, but... <laughs> like, Without just, knowing you, they would just, just be like, I'm so, so sorry. It was friends, but it is funny how that's the impression that was laid upon my peers. That you would be really torn up about an actor from Twin Peaks. I passing. was. Yeah. I was. Not just an actor, the log lady. The log lady. I wow. think it just kind of became, not synonymous, but it's just kind of like, oh, she's the... That's what she is. That's what she is. <laughs> I watched Twin Peaks say it with me because of a crush in high school. <laughs> yeah. I might have too, to be honest. I watched it um, because I my know. frenemy watched it. A frenemy is a crush in its own way. I know. A frenemy. I haven't had a frenemy in so long. hate relationship. Yeah. yeah. The tension. It's so The will they, won't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The I just feel like to this right? day, I'm like, that bitch was my frenemy, and she probably doesn't think about that, and that infuriates me even more. Because you are the one that's catty and <laughs> holding on to a grudge? Is that, what you, is that what you're saying? Is that what you mean? I just feel like, would she interpret our relationship as frenemies? Do you think she thinks of you as just a friend, or as just an enemy? Probably neither. Because a frenemy is just an enemy, but mm. not a real word. You know? <laughs> so, Paula, do you have any... Frenemies? <laughs> do you have any frenemies or favorite shows that were canceled after one season? Um, yeah, I have both. So I had, um, well, okay, this is kind of a basic one, but Freaks and Geeks was huge for me. That's a good one. And that was, um, I remember, like, I finished, I, like, wasn't familiar with shows only lasting a season, and I got to the last episode and was like, wait, 
And I, I fully had a breakdown about it. Mm. Um, as far as frenemies go, there was this girl named Denise in my English class. It's always a Denise. Senior year, who was, like, so nice to Sorry, me. did you go to high school in 1985? <laughs> Denise, oh, no. Okay, so... It, it goes a little further. Denise wasn't even her name. Her name was Helen, but she just decided that Denise <laughs> suited her more. So she just Helen? went by Denise. I actually really like the name Helen. Really? Yeah. I don't, but that's a preference. It's a personal, <laughs> it's a personal thing. It might go back to that. She was just like really nice to me, but then... Um, was her middle name Denise? No. She just wanted to go by Denise. I don't know. We were all flabbergasted. She's fucking like, she's a hugely into Stranger Things now, I can tell you. <laughs> well, was she I'm really now thinking. Movies? No, she was like into Doctor Who. We want to get our matching robe set. We should all get Denise on the back. <laughs> Why would we, we all get... I think Jesus. maybe what it is is that, you know, Paula, her alter ego is Patricia. Alters. Patricia. Yeah. Yours is Irving. Yeah. Mine is Ethel. And I think Paula's might be Denise. Well, oh Unless my you God. want to be Helen. I was Denise all along. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of... Oh, of, Denise, darling. Denise. <laughs> we have to go to Santa Barbara. <laughs> Denise, you have to go to Santa Barbara. The antiquing. I was waiting for the invite. Um, speaking of alters, have either of you seen the... Trisha Paytas, <laughs> Meet My Alters, DID video. No, I don't even know what that is. She self-diagnosed oh, herself God. as <laughs> having disassociative personality disorder. Identity yes. disorder, DID, yeah. So there's I, Trish. It's not even really something we can talk about. Like, you have to watch the video. Yeah, you have to, yeah. People okay. are having a lot of backlash. It's like, just let Trish be Trish. Just let Trish fucking do Trish. Let Trish be Trish not- and be T and be Trixie <laughs> and be Tyson and, and be, be Tyson and be Tyranny and the be Tabunker. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Those are all of her different alters. What I, my opinion, right? My opinion. On Trisha. Asked, just let Trisha be Trisha. She's not making these videos to offend. She just is who she is. Stop making response videos to Trisha Paytas, calling her out for all of the dumb shit that she says. Wait. Just stop. Just let her do her. Because the trauma is suppressing Tyson. <laughs> Wait, can I ask a controversial question? Who is Trisha Paytas? <laughs> <laughs> um, She's a YouTube celebrity. She's been around for a while. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the blonde lady? Yes. Big blonde bombshell. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. She had a sugar daddy. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember Famously that video went on Ellen else. DeGeneres because she could read really fast. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. You never remember? finished telling us about Denise. Do you have more? No, that was just like it. She was really nice to me, but then I heard that she was talking shit about me. She said that I dressed really bad. <laughs> Which, like, Denise or was That's so mean. <laughs> why, would you, why would you say that to question. someone? Did yeah, you dress know, bad? Is that why? I did dress really bad, <laughs> first of all. But second of all, it was told to me. It was relayed to me by my, my toxic bff Actually, well, whatever. My toxic bff at the time, um, Elizabeth, who we're still friends. She's great. She's lovely. I love her. But she's also just... at the In high school, we didn't have the best relationship. So I don't really know. I don't really know how much People named Elizabeth who don't go by a nickname? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. I'm not even hating, but like, whoa, that's power. She went by she went by Liz for like a little bit, but it was like her boyfriend called her Liz, and then after they had like a really messy breakup, she was like, no one can call me Liz ever again. The three syllables were too much for him? Yeah, I think so. I think so. 
I guess four. His name was four Carlos. Samples. He was, um, re- I think I've told you about him. His name was Carlos, and he's not a Latino in any way. His parents are fully white. His dad is British. They just <laughs> named him Carlos because they're, like, obsessed with Mexican culture. <laughs> Wait, didn't they name his brother something, too? They named his brother. <laughs> Manuel? No. Enrique? Enrique. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> It is devastating. Enrique and Carlos. Enrique and Were they Carlos. like blonde, blue eyes? They're literally blonde. <laughs> They're literally blonde. They, Carlos do, do was they like, have to tell people? like uh, <laughs> Because people would... would they, how would they try to pronounce it? Well... Um, wait, what do you mean? Like, they would try to pronounce it in a white way? Well, like, they just read it, and they're like, you can't possibly be named Carlos. Yeah, I think there was a lot of confusion. Were they bullied into being Carl and Ricky? Here's the thing is, they were really cool, both of them. (laughs) It was, like, deeply unfortunate. (laughs) Because, like, you wanted, like, on the surface, it's, like, something you want to make fun of, but then... But were they obsessed with you? No, unfortunately, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I was I was in love with um, his. They had like a really cool kind of like indie boyfriend group that like um, me and Elizabeth really wanted to infiltrate. Welcome to my kitchen. This exactly is that. Exactly that. It's brother Carlos. <laughs> and I famously thought Carlos was homeless for like a really long time because I saw him like walking downtown, and I just like my stupid brain at the time was like, oh my god, he must have somewhere to go. <laughs> he must live here on these streets. <laughs> Did you not know his brother, Enrique? No, his brother was a couple years younger, so he wasn't in high school yet. They were all, Carlos was two years older. Where do we think Carlos and Enrique are now? Do you know their last name? Don't say it, but we should Google them later. Yeah, I do know their last name. We should Google them later. Um, well, Carlos... I don't know. I think they're both still in um, El Paso, where I... And famously from. Maybe we'll phone them in for a podcast interview. <laughs> Talk to me about growing up with a Latin name while not being Latin. Just talk to me about that experience. Tell us. Yeah. It was um, Interesting. It was tough to watch from afar. <laughs> I will say that. Do you much. think they go by Ricky and Carl now? No, I don't think so. I think they fully owned it. They were also just like very um, like unabashed in everything they did. At least Carlos was. Carlos like um, got... He was like like the first kind of like intellectual that I met. Now looking back on it, it's like it was pseudo, but at the was time, he like Timothy Chalamet's character in Lady Bird? Was it a hundred percent that vibe? A hundred percent that vibe. Yeah, I would have fallen for Carlos. <laughs> Elizabeth ultimately really, really, really did. Um, <sighs> I would have, but I was in love with his. I was too busy being in love with his um, tall friend Brennan, who everyone thought was gay, and no one, no one told me this until like a few years later. Was but he I, gay? Uh, I don't know to this day, but he did a lot of theater and he was like absurdly handsome. He had one of those faces where it was just like, I need to make a mask of that immediately. And put it on. Yeah. Interesting. And then then not but like six months later, I dated a gay man in college. Yeah. Good for you. Love a gay boyfriend. Love a gay boyfriend. (laughs) I think I just had it. I'm so proud of you. I have one. A goif. (laughs) We all need a goif. Same bed. Yeah. (laughs) Have you noticed (laughs) that we've started doing a pillow barrier? Like, somehow. That's not intentional. It's because you go to bed, but you don't take the throw pillows off the bed. (laughs) And then I go to get into bed, and there's throw pillows on, like, in my spot. (laughs) Completely in my spot. So then I have to just kind of squish them out of the way. That's why we have a pillow barrier. Uh, Unless you're trying to get away from me. Frenemy vibes. Platonic bed death? What does that mean? Oh, like... It's bed death. Is that when the relationship dies, but you still sleep next to each other? Well, it's when you stop having sex. But maybe there's no death. If then I guess we've been bed have. dead for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we like do lesbian have... bed death is a thing. 
Mm. I don't really want to talk about it that much. <laughs> Lesbian bed death? Yeah. It's uh, like every other kind of bed death, except they're both women. <laughs> no, we don't have that. Um, we just have a pillow barrier because of germs. Mm. And because Roberto just fucking goes to bed. It, he just will go in and fall asleep immediately, regardless of what's on the bed. So, like, laundry in the bed, pillows on the bed. His fucking outfit from earlier that day on the fucking bed. Okay, I have a question. I just feel like you're hostile that I can just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it, because a lot of the time it's when I'm in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> and he fucking falls asleep. I'm just well, saying so- if I have my sleep mask on yeah. and I'm horizontal. Stop talking to you. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Don't say anything kind important. of a one plus one equals yeah. two kind of thing. Okay. So- <laughs> well, you're fucking right. So. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so wait, so wait. But I do love being talked to sleep. Yeah, he oh, likes it. Well. But, but here's the thing: he likes to be talked to sleep. I can't say anything that isn't important. <laughs> I can't say anything that isn't worth remembering. So if I'm talking him to sleep and he doesn't remember what I was saying, that's yeah. going to be fucking insulting to me. Yeah, that's going to piss me off. That's going to make me offended. But in my defense, I've forgotten things that you've told me while paying attention. While you were wide fucking awake. It's true. So I'm assuming you are a deeper sleeper than Abby. Do yes. either of you snore? No, we both lip, we both lip. make noises though. Mm. Yeah. Roberto. Like, oh, so does Brendan. Yeah, and then he sometimes goes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not sexual. No, it's just like a. <gasps> Two nights ago, I actually woke my myself nerves. up. <laughs> and then he's. What do I do in my sleep? <laughs> Yeah. But once you have just you talk in your sleep, yeah. And sometimes I say full words, but sometimes I say like babble. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do none of those things. I'm like the most peaceful sleeper. Well, I sleep flat on um, my back. That's a goddamn lie. Because one time <laughs> I slept next to you, and you know what you did? No. Okay. <laughs> you leaned against me, and then you put your arm here. I'm re- like over my head rubbing her head with likes to me. And I just remember thinking, interesting. You're like she was giving you a head massage? Yeah. Wow. While sleeping. That's nice. What could that mean? Uh, I will say like horizontally with us sitting up, that was really pleasant. <laughs> so I can only imagine. Do you do anything in your sleep, Cornelia? Not that I know of. I'm not really, I don't really keep many bedfellows, but um, I do <laughs> understand the like, the the long, long arm, except this person would like turn over, but turn over like arm first, and then it would turn into just like sleep punches. Yeah, Roberto I, I, puts his arm. He stretches his arm over my face often when we're sleeping. <laughs> like he just kind of puts his arm like. I but do it doesn't. Bo- that doesn't really bother me because I just move it. Cornelia, I do envision you while sleeping, just like levitating in bed, like Sabrina. 100%. Oh, you 100%. mean my hovering up on the ceiling? Yes, that is. I how. picture like you actually open. with like Spider Man's adhesive fingers and toes, just sticking to the ceiling as you sleep. Yeah, or like a like, like a, a Doctor Manhattan, like a spider, just being like oh, I'll just float up here for a bit. <laughs> I definitely sleep like I'm in a coffin, like flat on my back, arms across chest. Well, that's when I'm next to you, but as soon as I get up, you tend to curl. Into fetal position. I go back and forth between back and fetal position. Those are my two positions. I've also seen you with your just like feet like on the bed and your knees up. That was a funny pose. Yeah, I do sometimes fold my legs, yeah. That's probably why I'm always in so much knee pain. Do either of you cuddle or you do cuddle? 
I'm a big cuddler, yeah, but like not. Well, okay, no, not while I'm sleeping, but in the morning. I love like a half sleep kind of cuddly situation. That's cute. That's fun. I don't really know because no one wants to love me, but (laughs) I don't like to be held when I'm falling asleep. In fact, it is it irritates me. Yeah, it irritates me. So no, that does irritate me. So, but I've had guys fall asleep before during that that part of the night. You know, for sure. But I, I can't fall asleep that way. You know, we can cuddle for a few minutes, but then like we need to go our separate ways. My preference would be to go home, but I could just <laughs> roll over, and it, I feel trapped. It, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. And then, you f- especially if it's like a newer partner, then you feel really bad trying to move them off of you, and because yeah. you don't know if they're like a light sleeper or heavy sleeper. But it's like I don't want your arm. Like I don't want to feel you. I want to pretend you're not here. One of my favorite moves, <laughs> I used to. Uh, well, I've actually only done this twice, but um, I uh, if a guy was asleep, we just hooked up, and I was leaving. I would take off one of my socks and put it in, <laughs> and put it on the pillow next to him <laughs> as like just a Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah, uh-huh. And, then, and one time, I still I think would they still... text you the day after, like, why the fuck did you leave your sock on my pillow? <laughs> well, I saw a screenshot of one time this guy. This guy was like, the the first text he sent me the next day was, hey, I threw your sock away. (laughs) (laughs) Are these guys that you're intending to see again or no? It's like a goodbye, like a parting gift. I, I imagine if you're leaving in the middle of the night, then you're not necessarily wanting to see them again yeah well that guy i was an interesting case study because it was a guy i worked with and so like (laughs) i would see him again but um i think your sock away (laughs) i think my thinking was like was like oh it's an exertion of power for me to leave and leave my sock (laughs) on the pillow it is kind of rude it's powerful thank you i sleep in socks do you sleep in socks I don't usually know, but like after sex, it's it's so weird to like. There's no like mandate for like what you're supposed to wear. Like what what do you put back on? Right? Yeah. Socks. Like what do you put back on? My socks. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I, I I always put socks on if I go to sleep without unless it's really hot out, right? Like if it's dead of summer. Yeah. But like right now, even like I go to bed with socks on, and if I forget to wear socks, I have to get up and put them on. I won't be able to fall asleep without them. Yeah, on your feet, right? <laughs> no, actually, over my big fat dick. <laughs> yeah, on my feet. Yes, on my feet. Not over my hands, like little mittens. Ooh. <laughs> I scratch my face and they sleep. Oh, do you? No. Oh, oh you were making a joke because some people do have to wear mittens because babies, like they will. Oh yeah, babies. I do have these big ass claws. I love that. I love you with long nails. Thanks, me too. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, before we sign off, you guys can plug yourselves. Also, I would like to ask both of you, mm-hmm. because we did have the plan. Oh, what are you watching to masturbate during oh. quarantine? <laughs> oh. Oh, I have an answer to this. Oh, amazing. Oh, um, Mrs. Fletcher on HBO. What's Mrs. Fletcher? Oh, it's Catherine Hahn's, um, it's not a vanity project, so I don't think she's, like, the engine behind it, but Catherine Hahn, who usually plays, like... The dorky best friend in rom-coms of a, of a past era. I'm assuming mm-hmm. she's hot. Oh, she's very hot. And she's a little bit... I mean, I hate to use the term older, but she's probably in her 40s at this point. And she plays a woman who's now an empty nester and is now only now kind of discovering her sexuality. Wait, on HBO? Oh! On HBO. Yes. I know exactly yeah. what show you're talking about because she about. masturbates on the show. It's right? so <laughs> low impact of a 
of a just, like you don't have to think about it that hard but she, you know she she experiments and i'm i'm there for her i see her in me you a know? divorced woman jumpstarts her love life by adopting a sexy new persona and discovers that her world is full of unexpected and sometimes complicated erotic possibilities you don't have to have an answer it's okay and if you don't want to share it that's totally okay too oh no i would love to share it i just like i'm like thinking oh some people well, don't do visuals you know some people don't need visuals I often don't do visuals. I often, it's like all in my brain. And that's kind of what a vibrator did to me is it was just like, sometimes I would literally be thinking about something else and just like, (laughs) well, that's a problem I often think about is, is it's, it makes sex or sexual functions unsexy because it's so mechanical and you can literally just like get this buzz thing and then finish and like, you don't even have to think about sex for it to work. But recently, I rewatched Anomalisa and the claymation oh sex. Oh, <laughs> like oddly hot. I like didn't plan it. But that it sex happened. scene is really like yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's intense. It's huge. The last sex scene that has really stuck with me is the fully clothed sex scene in Parasite. The fingers. Yes, yeah. I was about to say right. that. Like, yes, yes, yes. Ooh, because it's not a lot. It's not a lot of. I don't know. It's not. It's not often that you get to see a little like hand job yeah dry hum where it so feels I thought, like I very thought the husband real. was so hot so yeah that was really hot, hot. It, it, it was it was giving us something that we don't see every day yeah. the wife was really hot too they were, they were both, both they were just like a gorgeous couple yeah. yeah anyway what were you gonna say to oh well i wanted to formally invite our guests to a future minisode in which we do the 70s vogue diet oh yeah we're gonna do an episode oh, where we yeah. do the 70s vogue diet um, morning, a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I I was definitely. We don't, let's not go through the whole diet okay, now. Okay, I yeah, was definitely yeah. slated for this, so yes. I am still on board. Yes, amazing. Yes. Just know it's going to be a day and a night. Oh, and the really... whole time we're going to be just drinking red wine and eating hard-boiled eggs and watching classic life. films and playing Scrabble. And <laughs> but there's a possibility that run? the bathrooms will be clogged. Clogged That's... because we're going to be having uncontrollable <laughs> diarrhea is that what you mean either that night or the morning after cool. definitely. okay we'll go fucking home the morning after i don't need this in my house <laughs> um do you want to plug yourselves plugity plug sure you're funny on twitter yeah i don't really tweet often you're but... off twitter right now for your mental health right uh i'm off and on twitter really who knows but your tiktok my, t- my tiktok um no my twitter is at what paula my Instagram is Paula underscore Seves. I don't post there either. Paula underscore. A Seves, A-C-E-V-E-S. You have to spell for these people who can't read. A <laughs> you have to spell it out for them. A is an ass, C is in cunt, E is in eat me out. <laughs> B is in vagina, E is in eat me out, and S is in sex baby. Ah! <laughs> Cornelia, would you like to plug? Oh, um. You know, I'm at Human Corduroy on most platforms. If I'm there, that's probably what I am. Um, I have a blog. It's CorneliaBendel.com. Also, Human Corduroy's title. It is what that is called. And, Human um, Corduroy is a whole brand. It is. Don't forget your other Instagram. Oh, I also run a mid-century modern home decor <laughs> Instagram called Space Capade. Um, so make sure to follow that. You know, it's mid-century modern homes with sci-fi chapter sentence uh, uh, caption. Is yes, and I I made it for me, but people like it, so I'm happy to share it. Um, and I'm officially grimy hag on everything. 
TikTok, oh, really Instagram, and Twitter. It was necessary for yeah. you. I do. That's think huge I for branding. Am. I am grimy hag on everything. And Thank you guys that. for coming. Thanks for having us. <laughs> for coming Thanks as if we're hosting. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming to Cornelia's house. Um, <laughs> and we didn't time. tell you we were bringing our microphones, but it's been done. All right. Love you. Love you, baby. Love you. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Bye.